0: Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. The goal, accelerating the movement of God
1: through sharing revival truth, stories, and reports. Hey, welcome to the One Cry Podcast. We are honored that you're here today. As always, we want to make the most out of your time. Normally it's Bill and I bouncing back and forth, but today's special because we've been in a moment. So I've got actually three guys that serve on our staff here at Crossgates, but to get beyond us, we want to talk about a moment that really happened in our region. And uh, by God's grace, uh, and Ryan actually was one of the chief leaders and guys that God used to bring organization uh, to what came to our city and the tail Crusade that we saw, uh, I think we'll, we'll just be conservative side on it, like over 1,300 people come to saving faith in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. right? Uh, over really one week span, but other things as well on the front and the backside, which is, uh, it was a move of God. It was a real move of God. So what we want to focus this episode on, and you've heard Ryan and I talk about last episode some more about what sort of, what was the catalyst, how churches, others came together uh, holistically. But what we wanna talk about today is the student version of that and that what happened in the lives of the next generation. So maybe Ryan, give them just a little context around the student part. There was some preliminary meetings uh, that sort of shaped moving toward the awakening night. So what did that look like?
2: Sure, so if it's your first time hearing about Go Tell Crusade, it's a four night event that Rick Gage travels around the country and does. But the last night is always a youth emphasis, always the biggest night. Right. And so we knew if we were going to see uh, lots of youth come, it's going to take a lot of effort and a lot of work, but also it's going to take some buy in of those youth.
1: Right. And
2: so my son's yeah. one of them. So yeah. kind of have a front row seat to that. But, yeah. but we just started not only recruiting churches, but we got to a point um, there in the summer leading up to this event in October where we just put out a call to different students that we knew from different churches to come together. We met out at the chairman's cabin out right. in the woods and went right the week before school started. And we had about 60 or seven youth who never met each other from different schools, right. different backgrounds. And so just had a time of sharing vision of what mm-hmm. God could do. Many of them had seen the Jesus Revolution movie. Yep. So that was fresh in their mind. Yep. And just gave them a vision for what God might want to do. Let them know, hey, this is the biggest thing in our region since Billy Graham came in 1975. Right. And so we just had a time of prayer, and a time of just asking them some of their thoughts. And they're the ones mm-hmm. who came up and said, you know what, we need to we need to give this thing a name that connects with our generation. And so wow. why don't we call it The Awakening? <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I love awesome. it. And so the beautiful thing about that night too was that the it had gotten dark and somebody brought out some, some candles and some lanterns, but all those students grouped up with people they had never met. Mm-hmm. Just they were holding hands and praying and God asking mm-hmm. God to use them in their generation to go mm-hmm. into their school systems. Right. And so, to me, that was a couple of months before this, but that right. was a pivotal moment where we really saw right. a shift. And students said, "I'm taking ownership of this." Right. See, I, I
1: think in, we've walked through this in the One Cry podcast around revival and spiritual awakening. We often see the moments, and we're like, "How oh, we want that moment to happen?" But Bill has says, "Well, it's always those things that precede it." So, you want mm-hmm. you capture this for our listeners now. Here's a moment, months and months and months before where some key leaders, student leaders, mm-hmm. pastors, those are at a cabin in the middle of the woods, which is, always seems to come back to that. And let's just be real. There's, a, <laughs> there's always some moment on a mountain or in the wilderness where God speaks. But here's some student leaders that are seeking the face of God, mm-hmm. crying out, begging on behalf of their generation, and naming a knot mm-hmm. in faith, the awakening, which is exactly what happened. So, I mean, it, for our listeners here believing for your region— uh, mm-hmm. pastors and leaders that, hey, give your students voice mm-hmm. in this and that they they can embody that desperation more than anybody because they feel it, see it, live it in everyday ways. For you guys, man, leading in our church, but also in our city and seeing, tell us some of those ingredients that you saw around that little season of time and specifically up to that Wednesday.
3: Yeah, I definitely think uh, for us, even on a, a smaller level of just, identifying the influencers, the leaders Mm -hmm. and seeing them as the voice for this. You know, we could go and we could try to promote it and get them there. And obviously we change our schedule Mm -hmm. to accommodate for this, our Mm -hmm. church rhythm, but it was their buy-in and their Mm -hmm. vision for it that made it Mm -hmm. what it became.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I second and third that like, (laughs) because their ownership of it, and I think the, the realization is, you know, one thing that I've learned, even from showing our kids that Jesus revolution is there, they want that. Yeah. They want to see God move just like we want to see God. Yeah. Move. And those older than us want to see God. Right. move. And so have that ownership, them naming it, then like it's still the greatest marketing is word of mouth. So if you tell them they're going to reach people that our videos won't, they're going right. to reach people, people that our handouts won't and all that kind of stuff. And 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 helping them catch the vision of the whole thing to where one of the things that stood out to me was from the very get go. They said some of the leadership team was praying for a thousand souls to get saved Mm -hmm. in our region. And man, I just kept throwing that to our kids and they were like, what if? Right. And I think once they start asking those questions and they start dreaming. And here's the thing. I think they're dreaming about salvation. Amen. Is an awesome thing. Yeah. They're, they're capturing that heart of salvation and saying, man, what if 8,000 people, 8,000 students gathered mm-hmm. to hear the gospel? Yeah, right. And I could be a part of it. Man. And I think that's that part is like they want to be a part of it. The Holy Spirit in them yeah. wants to see a great move like that. Yeah. And so capturing that and leading them in that and not treating them, yeah. you know, like, oh, they're yeah. just students. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think, man, even what you're saying, not just the why not, you know, or the what if, I would say, that I think it's a great, what if God did that? What yeah. if God did? And I think what's happening in our nation right now, take the Jesus Revolution movie. You take all of these tumblers that are mm-hmm. falling, that are falling, I should say, and I think people are saying, not just what if, why not? Yeah. You know, why not here? Why not now? Yeah. Why not in my? Because things mm-hmm. in that pervasive darkness, they know that, man, but when light comes, Right, It's going to be a light show. And there was so much faith for it. And I, I think maybe I could talk to a little bit just the beauty of specifically that Wednesday night. Ryan, I talked about this a little bit in last week's podcast across the board. But looking across that kingdom sea of people, you know, Gosh. those that were believing yeah. for somebody to be saved. But those that you, you didn't get lost in your brand or your church name. Mm-hmm. Or title, I think mm-hmm. you said something really important a second ago. i let you speak to this is that we had to reorient our life for a moment. And uh, i heard Bill say this so many times that when a real move of God comes, you got to be willing to change. You know, and I think in faith, we anticipate, we didn't know. I mean, it could have just been events, but we in faith changed our rhythm in life, you know. So, what did you see or y'all see even in that or, or around everybody embracing the moment?
3: Yeah. I think
1: uh, if I'm thinking from just a youth
3: pastor side of it, when you hear something like this, the easy thing to do is say, all right, y'all go there. But we kind of like had to lead our students there. And some of that is, hey, we are not doing this to do this. And one of the things that the GoTel Crusade does is a few weeks before they Mm -hmm. do the student rally. Mm -hmm. And the point of that night is to get your youth group, your church kids together Mm -hmm. and basically pump them up, show them the vision, like you're saying, have them believe for things and then send them out. So Mm -hmm. taking them on that journey to, to see Mm -hmm. what could be, but then give them the tools Mm -hmm. to do it. Mm -hmm. So um, I know we're going to get there talking about different schools and how Mm -hmm. there were some obstacles to getting in schools and doing things to tell Mm -hmm. people what was up. But on that student rally night, we mm-hmm. one of the main things we did was got them together and people they don't right. know, and they're praying for this right. event. They're praying for the invitations that are going to be made. Mm-hmm. They're praying for that they would have opportunities. Right. And then we gave them cards to give out, wristbands, T-shirts, yeah. uh, a link to a video. We gave them, made it as easy as possible right. for them to join in and lead down in (laughs) this
0: yeah i think that whole idea of making room for god to move Mm -hmm. like sometimes we can become so structured and so rigid in our things like if god came (laughs) would he have Mm reign to move and position the things that he wants and so doing some of those things and at that night i mean there's 900 students
1: mm-hmm.
0: in one place lifting high the name of Jesus churches mm-hmm. and it's like a rally to get them you know yeah, excited yeah before you even, get, yeah, there, before yeah. you even yeah. get there and so it's like there's like 30 something yeah. churches mm-hmm. that are getting excited about those things and saying hey we want to see that mm-hmm. and we're willing to lay some yeah. things down in order to see that one mm-hmm. Really awesome. I think it, a lot of
3: students could have said it, but one of our leader, a student leaders said, man, I, I didn't realize how alone I felt yeah. at my school until I got around all these other people wow. that believe so the great. same yeah. for our mm-hmm. county. Wow. That's, That's
1: awesome. Well, I love that when a move of God comes in an expression in a church or a city in a moment, like that you move from that I and mean, you can see the trend line change. So what I loved is that one, I would say to Ryan and all those that, that we had churches that led just in prayer. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to, they're going to share in a future podcast on on that very thing that you felt the momentum of it move as people were praying and seeking word spread. And you get to a rally to build faith for a crusade mm-hmm. for a specific night called the awakening. You can feel it. And what I love is and I've seen this in a local church before is that you almost, you get to the point where it's not, well, who's going to come? You know, it's almost like I, there's no way I would miss out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, exactly. like, I don't want to be the person that misses this moment, you know, in our city. And so I know, Ryan, you leaned into a lot of that. And I think in a second, if you could share specifically, it was not just come and see. There was an aspect of this that y'all proactively engaged trying to go after students in our schools exactly. and maybe mm-hmm. give them a little idea of what that looked like.
2: So, we were in over a dozen schools, both public and private. And right. so, in the private schools, we had the, the ability to bring in one of the evangelists and actually have a time where they could preach to them. Yeah. With worship they could preach to them. And we saw some unbelievable things. Yeah. Uh, specifically, I'm thinking of one school. And uh, a guy by the name of Ken Freeman was preaching yeah. the Friday before the, the week of the crusade. And it was a smaller private school. But when he gave the invitation, <laughs> They had almost 100 students That's, get up and give yeah. their life to Christ. That's amazing. And it reoriented the whole school day yeah. for that school. But here's yeah. one of the key things that leadership of that school said. They said, this is the day we've been praying for. for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're already praying in advance for God to do something in yeah. school. And they didn't Stepped know it was going that. to intersect. Wow. And then a similar thing in another private school where – uh, because they were having a play inside the auditorium. They wanted to cancel what we were doing, but the the leadership uh, team, the parents who have a kid there, they said, no, no, we'll just do it outside. Mm-hmm. So we go and we set up speakers and and the evangelists outside, you know, during their break time mm-hmm. and sharing the gospel. And and again, nearly 100 students got football players, yeah. you know, all kind of different students. Yeah. They get up in front of their peers and they huddle up and come down and give their life to Jesus. <laughs> and so... Just processing that and looking over there, and there's a group of, of nice. moms there, and I got to talking to them, and they said, they told me they started back in August mm. praying every week sure. for God to move amongst their students, for God to bring revival, before mm. they ever heard of Tell. Wow. So knowing that God used this to intersect what other people were already praying for was an amazing thing. And then on the public school side, being able to partner mm. with FCA was an amazing thing yes. there in the schools day in mm. and day out. Yeah. So for them to come alongside us and just like at our our local high school here to be able to do an FCA event and right. let Rick Gage come in and, you know, to see mm-hmm. 40 students get up and give their life to Christ and around mm-hmm. 40 rededicate mm-hmm. in front of all their peers. Right. It was it was an unbelievable thing.
1: Yeah. You keep referencing that. And I think it's awesome it's just because our listeners wouldn't they were not there. This is not e- It wasn't easy believism. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't right. just raise your hand, sign a card. Like every opportunity to respond to the gospel uh, had layers to it, but the, the the part of it that was counted was it got to somebody actually putting their information. But they had to go public, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like radically public in front of it, and to see how, how one how the Holy Spirit was working in such a way preceding in the life of that person. And then when it got to that point, they were ready. Yeah, it was it was instant. So maybe real quick, sort of close up our time here I want to say one more thing at the end. Maybe just a couple stories of some life change. I'm thinking about the story from mm-hmm. that Sunday morning to that Sunday night,
0: Adam, maybe you yeah. can share. So, uh, they came in and Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday were all the meetings of the, the crusade and the awakening and stuff. And so, Sunday morning, we had the opportunity of having some of the evangelists uh, come to our church. And, again, a moment where people are responding and uh, i saw one kid in particular i was like you know i want to I follow up with him after this so i went and talked to him and he just said man god's working in my heart i've been inviting this guy mm-hmm. over and over and he won't come to church mm-hmm. he's told me time and time again he's not he's not getting plugged in he won't come to the crusade all this kind of stuff i was like man let's just pray right now for him lord would draw him so we did and we prayed he prayed and we just praying, Lord, draw him, bring him to the crusade one night. That's all we're asking. One night, Lord, bring him. Mm-hmm. He came that night, that Sunday night. And I'd never met him, mm-hmm. prayed for him that morning, never met him. And actually, Ryan came up to me. I was talking to yeah. you. Ryan comes up to me. He goes, this kid back here gave me his name. And I was like, wait, hold on. What? It was the kid that we had prayed for yeah. that morning. So I walked up to him and just told him, I said, man, you have no idea who I am. And I have no idea who you are but God knew exactly that you needed this moment. He gave his life to Christ, just broken. I mean, balling, broken, yeah. balling, just <laughs> like you were saying, yeah. unashamed. Yeah, right. He was like, I am ready and I don't care. You know, cause yeah. sometimes, you know, people were like, oh, I don't want to No, no, no. He was he like, was if I'm right. the only one in here, I'm balling <laughs> yeah. my eyes out. I'm yeah. making this decision um, because God is all over me yeah. for this right now. And it was such a sweet time. He, we, we, Got the opportunity to baptize him that next Sunday, and Mm -hmm. he's been coming. So just a cool God story to see just the Lord all over him in that time.
1: In in less than eight hours, you know, you got a guy, (laughs) a a student broken, asking one of his pastors to pray with him for a guy that won't come to church, Right? said he ain't going to come to any nights of the Crusade. Mm -hmm. Well, bring him one night. Well, how about tonight? Yeah. And for him to be born again and him to connect all the dots. So any other stories you think of?
3: Man— there's a lot. Yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. I think one that maybe is that you don't necessarily think about, but the the story's still being written. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh I it still gets me because yeah. we're in Mississippi, we're in the Bible Belt, and at least you claim a church. Right. You know? That's yeah. kind of our yeah. culture down here. Well, I'll go here or I do this, yeah. even if it's once, twice a year.
1: Right.
3: Well, that student night I got a council with seven guys with group of three, group of four, and right. not one. Wow. Not one had a church that they even claimed. Yeah, they would identify uh, Yeah. And so from wow. that being able to be like, hey, you go here. And then there were four of those seven that were close to our church. And I was like, all right, well, we're gonna see you Sunday. They were here Sunday. <laughs> and they were here Wednesday. And wow. then Sunday and Wednesday and they they haven't yet made that next step of mm-hmm. salvation and baptism, but mm-hmm. God's God's drawing them. Yeah. And so yeah. I think about just the how we cast this wide net yeah. at the yes. crusade, but yeah.
1: there's still harvest mm-hmm. to yes. be made. Wow! Yes. Any other observations? Anything you'd share, Rhonda?
2: Just God just moving in radical ways like that. My son's a 11th grader, and he told me about a student several weeks ago who mm. wouldn't come to church because his brother. Had fallen in with the wrong crowd at church and unfortunately had taken his life. So he mm. had this negative thing against mm-hmm. church. And my son told me that last night. He said, Hey, this this student's coming tonight. Mm. He ends up giving his life to Christ. Praise God. Day. And then my son told me that he went to visit a local church on Sunday. And he told him the next day at school, he said, I went to that church. And he said, When I walked in, it felt like family. Wow. That's, That's what awesome. I've been looking for. That's awesome. So to see people's story radically changed like that, um, just by sharing the gospel in a neutral place, Mm -hmm. giving people an opportunity who've maybe written off church or had negative experience Mm -hmm. or don't feel like they feel welcome there or whatever the case may be, just to see God use something like a neutral place where all the churches come together. It it just positioned ourselves for God to do some amazing things.
1: Yeah. You know what uh, it did for me was I felt like the Lord gave me a, Snapshot. So I, we'll have listeners that are all over the spectrum, age demographic wise. Right? So I'm gonna speak for the 40 year olds <laughs> for for a minute. Uh, in casting this vision, let me tell you the early what it seemed like to me. The early adopters were the older generation. Mm-hmm. The older generation believed for uh, an awakening moment, a harvest moment, because they had seen like your Billy Graham mm-hmm. kind of moment. Uh, let me tell you, the next was the younger. It's like they caught fire for it mm-hmm. in belief, and, and I don't I mean just. There's a lot of people that participated, cooperated, mm-hmm. but those ends of the spectrum were the ones that went all in, and then everybody else sort of followed. <laughs> like, and, got, and what I'm praying is holistically, because the leadership of the church predominantly is made up of a lot of those in the middle. Is that we would again come to believe that our that our Savior. Is seeking and saving those who are lost. He's after him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He's after them. And that in revival and awakening, there has to become this great passion and faith again, that the Lord can turn a city upside down in seven days. Mm-hmm. He can turn a city upside down in seven that's days. Right. Like you read the Bible, and that's the that that is more historically normal mm-hmm. <laughs> that the Lord does something. And changes now. There's preceding prayer, fasting, seeking, bold invitation. I, it, I, I'm so grateful to see that, and I hope that builds in our church that we're just bold. And man, just come, yeah, just come with me. Come mm-hmm. and be a part of what God's doing in this moment. So, to our listeners, I just encourage you. That's just like a little snapshot of what happened here the, in the month of October. And uh, but I, I'm hoping for you. We are. The Lord's on the move. This ain't, this ain't a yeah. central Mississippi thing. Yeah. The, 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 the wind is blowing. The, the leaves are rustling. Where you are, let him show you what... Maybe this builds your faith contextually for your area or region. Maybe you want to get with some pastors or leaders, start praying for a move of God. In your area. So we don't ever want to do this. A One Cry podcast that's really about prayer <laughs> and without actually praying. So, Adam, I'm going to ask you to pray for our listeners. So you can go ahead. If you're a listener, you can go ahead and start praying. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. <laughs> but <laughs> but just ask the Lord to solidify what He's saying. And then, Adam, would you just pray for, for our listeners specifically mm-hmm. to hear what God's saying to them?
0: Father, I just ask right now, Lord, that you would... All of our hearts, Lord, turn them to you, God, that we would, like Psalm says, to seek your face. Yes, Lord. God, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, to seek your face. God, you just desire for our attention. But, Lord, I pray that you plant in all of our hearts a desire to see the God of the Bible do what he does. That's right. God, we read these stories and we see these mighty moves and Acts. Lord, do it again.
1: Hmm.
0: Father, do it again. God, would we be open, ready, and available to be used by you in a powerful way? The Spirit of Christ that is in us, Lord, would you move in a powerful and mighty way? God, flow through us like rivers of living water. Expand our faith, Mm -hmm. Lord, to to see what you see, to see the things that you see and to desire the things that you desire. God, to see lost souls saved. Mm -hmm to see people come to know you for the first time. Mm. So God, would you open up our eyes, open up our ears, our spiritual senses, Mm. God, to see all the things that you see Mm. and to walk in your ways. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
1: Again, thanks for your time. Uh, We're honored that you'd give it. Uh, I'd encourage you. If this spoke to you, share it, like it, post it, knuckle bump, whatever you do on whatever platform you're on to help spread the word a little bit. And we look forward to, See you next time.